Back to the Culture Call on Praise 93.3 with L. Spencer Smith. Our desire is to reach and empower the community by discussing a cross-section of relevant topics from various perspectives that are essential to its growth and interpersonal connections. Be sure to save our call-in number 205-752-4800. Be sure to install the free Praise 93.3 app so you can send L. Spencer Smith a message or topic idea. Search for WTSK in your app store. This is the world great morning, great morning, great morning. You know what time it is. Welcome, welcome family to the Culture Call right here on Praise 93.3 with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith. This is indeed the place where Tuscaloosa meets the world. And guess what? For the next two hours from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., we're going to be talking a little bit, guess what, about everything from society to sports, education to economics, from religion to relationships. And guess what? We are here always to create a safe space to have empowering, provocative, and yes, some days uh, controversial conversations. And you know what? You can listen right here, chat it up with us as we learn together on the culture call. Listen, want to send a big shout out to Brother Jay, the gospel man. That's right. He is blazing in this morning. I'm telling you every morning and passing me this hot baton, this hot seat. But guess what? I'm handling it. <laughs> That's right. I'm handling it like he showed me how to listen. I enjoy it. And I hope that you enjoy it. We're going to have a great time. Hey, want to send a shout out to all of you who are our first time listeners. Maybe this is your first time listening to the culture call. You've heard about it and haven't had an opportunity to tune in. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir, for being a part of our culture call family. Uh, sit back and relax. Kick your shoes off. Whatever you got to do, put your ear pods in and listen to us. If you're on the app, yeah, just thank you for being a part of the culture calling. As always, those of you who listen to me on a daily basis, thank you so very much for tuning in. Today is going to be an amazing day, and I know it is. Why? Because you are here with me on the culture call. Listen, I want to encourage each and every one of you, if you've not done so already, uh, to make this culture call portable. That's right, portable. Go to your Apple or your Android device in your app store, as a matter of fact, and search out Praise 93.3 FM, and there you will find a free 99 app. That's right. You can download it on your phone and listen to the Culture Call wherever you are. That's right. Wherever you are in the country and definitely uh, wherever you are in the world. That's right. You can listen to me if you're in Tallahassee, Florida, if you're in Salem, uh, Oregon, if you are in Los Angeles, California, and definitely if you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and all the surrounding areas, Birmingham, Gordo, Reform, Utah, Bology. Yeah, wherever you are in our beautiful state, definitely you can listen to me and uh, uh, we will make sure uh, to reach out to you and to let everybody know, hey, you're listening from this place and that place. I am so grateful to have you always to be a part of the Culture Call. But go ahead and download that app. Listen, also, also, uh, we have a radio airtime, and I want to share some of that time with you. Well, what do you mean, L? Glad that you asked me. Guess what? I want you to send me your public service announcements and events, right, to culturecall.praise at gmail. 
dot com. That's culturecall.praise at gmail.com. That's right. Let me know what's happening in your church, your organization, uh, your fraternity, your sorority, whether you're an artist getting ready to have a concert or a preacher getting ready to do a revival. Doesn't matter. We want to let everybody know uh, there's a whole lot of great causes that are going on uh, in, you know, uh, supply distributions around this time of year. We want people to show up for your event. That's right. We don't want you to be out there by yourself. So, yeah, give me an opportunity to help you put some faces in the place, yeah, so that you can feel good and that you will know that what you're doing in our community is absolutely important. You know why? Because we do it better when we do it together. Listen, maybe you have missed uh, previous shows. Hey, the Culture Call is now on Apple Podcasts. That's right, Apple Podcasts. You can get that off your phone, your computer, your laptop, uh, your, your you know, whatever your smart device is, your iPad, whatever device you're using, you can go to Apple Store and you can listen to all of the past shows. I know we've had an amazing shows this week, so if you weren't able to tune in, guess what? You can go to Apple Podcasts and pick them up, and I am definitely sure that it will be a blessing to you as it has been to our entire community. And then finally, here it is. Finally, you can call in uh, on the golden phone. That's right, 205-752-4800. That's 205-752-4800. You can call in and be a part of the show. I want to hear from you. Uh, and you can definitely hit me up on the chat portion of the app. That's right. I read it every, uh, when you send it to me, I read it during our breaks. And uh, so I can let people know where you're chatting from and what you have to say on your mind. You are important. I want to definitely hear from you. Listen, do me a favor. Sit back and relax. Grab you some coffee. You know how we do it here on the Culture Call, whether it's Maxwell House or Starbucks. Go ahead and get you some herbal tea because I believe in promoting your health. Some chamomile if you're trying to calm down. And some green tea. That's right. If you're trying to get a little caffeine kick to get your little energy to make it through the day. Yeah. Uh, it's almost lunchtime, so yeah, you might need that little kick to make it through that little morning, you know, how we get that, that morning little, you know, dreaminess. Yeah, get you some green tea, right? Or you can definitely get you some alkaline water. That's right. Detox that body, get those cells replenished and wake them up and say, hey, we've got a great day coming. Let's get together and everybody, let's get into the culture. Listen, the last couple of days have been phenomenal as we are in this Advent season. And if you miss the Advent shows, that's right. If you missed the last two shows, guess what? You need to go to Apple Podcasts and pick it up. I'm telling you, uh, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of celebration was all in that, that where we begin to just kind of pull back the blinds and the veil on what this season actually means, right? And uh, I believe it will be a blessing to you. You at most certainly do. I know it was a blessing to our community because many people didn't know about Advent. You know, and many people didn't know about the Advent wreath and the candles and what they all symbolize and all of those things. So it was good to learn. Definitely, it was good to learn during this time of year that we're not bought into the commercialization or, you know, of just getting gifts and how expensive we can do this and how, you know, all the presents under the tree, all of those things are great and good in their place. But I believe, like my friend Kirk Franklin says, that Jesus is the reason for the season. And if we don't focus on that, you know, as a people, as a community, there is something that we are going to miss during this time of year. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the Advent shows. But if you weren't able to listen to them, you can go to Apple Podcasts and pick it up again. 
Today, I'm going to switch gears. And when I tell you I'm getting ready to switch gears on y'all, you better be ready. I'm definitely talking to, you know, that uh, uh, I'm definitely talking to my singles <laughs> and my folks that, you know, uh, that that's looking. Don't act like you're not looking for somebody, right? I want to talk about Christmas cuffing. That's, 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 I know cuffing. What is cuffing? Glad that you asked. Bishop, what is cuffing? No, cuffing means getting into relationships and hooking up and, you know, and I don't know if that's something permanent or which is sneaky link or whatever that is. But what I'm finding out, even from a church perspective, especially from a church perspective, that Christmas time, holiday season is an interesting time of year that I always have to begin to instruct and advise on how to protect your heart during the holidays. Something happens to people. Culture call. Now, let the church say amen or ouch. <laughs> you know, that, that happens during this season when it comes to relationships, that, that the Yuletide, you know, season and holidays and getting colder and, you know, we want to find somebody. We want to have somebody to look in their eyes during Christmas. We want to have someone we can hold hands through in the park as we go uh, downtown to Governor's Plaza and look at the trees and look at the, you know, as we, uh, we, we want somebody to take to the, to the company parties, right? <laughs> That's what goes on. And so this time of year, uh, especially single people are highly susceptible to establishing relationships. And what I want to do today is to and not necessarily put a caution, but let's put some concern out there and let's let's respect, uh, reflect, uh, let's be honest about reality and let's uh, let's do some restrictions, some boundaries around this whole idea of establishing relationships during the holidays. What I come to understand uh, is that this is, as the songwriter says, the most wonderful time of the year. Um, and this time of year brings a, a particular opening, openness of generosity and openness of heart and openness. We, we kind of let our walls down because we're trying to be congenial. We're trying to be friendly. You know, we're trying to get into the Yuletide spirit, you know, and uh, yeah, we're trying to make certain, even if it's some, if there's a portion of uh, trauma that goes on during this time of year, you may have lost a loved one you know, grieving and mourning and all that kind of thing, which are realities. What I need to tell you is that that openness can produce, if you're not already in a relationship, that openness can produce uh, a level of, 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 of access to your heart and your soul that will have a destructive or can have a destructive or a, I, I hate to say it like this, a soul tying effect, you know, after the season is over, that it can put you in uh, predicaments and positions of compromise and unawareness if you're not really key and careful, right? Uh, this girl, Suzanne, she, you know, she normally is on her P's and Q's, emotionally intelligent. Uh, I would rate at a, a B plus A. And uh, she's very focused and she is, you know, moving in a way that she is uh, dealing with a holistic self, that she's taking care of herself. She's self-care. She loves herself, you know, and she gets to this time of year 
and she says, well, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to see what what Santa is going to put under the tree for me. I'm going to see what this relationship thing is all about. Right. And she begins in order to experience relationship, in order to begin to appear more friendly. And she compromises on some of her boundaries. She pulls back on some of her you know, her self-restrictions where she says, I'm not going to put myself in this position and I'm going to, you know, this kind of, I have this, I have this time limit, but I'm not going to, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to put myself in a, a relationship, but, but I, I need to make sure that I'm available and I'm open. So she meets Derek. She meets Derek at her, her, a company party. She meets him and Derek being as smooth as he is, yeah, he says, "Hey, let's go out, Suzanne." And then she goes out with him, and that this this one night turns into something that of full of compromise, right? This turns out into, well, are we establishing anything? And you know, they're going to the park and they're holding hands and they're, you know, looking in each other's eyes. This this the backdrop of the season has created an atmosphere where. Uh, uh, compromise and all the standards that they set for themselves are now in a broken down effect. They are, in fact, cuffing. <laughs> They're, in fact, you know, trying to establish something, but based on the premise of a temporary season. Let me say that. They're trying to establish a love relationship based off of a temporary season. And... Uh, and and then ignoring each other's red flags, things that they said they wouldn't put up with, they're putting up with now because they want to be with somebody, or better yet, not want to be, but they have someone, and that they don't have to go to you know friends' house by themselves. They can they can go to the company parties and say, hey, this is my this and this is my that. They're caught up in a particular uh, perspective, a particular cycle, or a particular uh, movement of heart that is setting them up for a, an event that after the holidays are over and after the atmosphere changes and after they've made their New Year's resolution, they're going to find out that, you know, mm, maybe this is not exactly what I need and exactly what I want. Now, although that is a scenario that I just made up, it is no, it is not, it's no personal parabolic thing. It's no, it's no, I don't know Derek, neither do I know Suzanne, but I want to paint a picture if it's it's just that easy that you can be at the at the church play and your heart be opened up and you you regard or better yet disregard all of the teachings, all of the boundaries that you set, all of the things of that you would normally establish a relationship because the whole objective is not to be alone and not to have somebody. And let me say this, I will, I want to, I want to say this, I somehow blame, you know, the, our whole cosmos in our black communities that, you know, they come to the family reunion, they come to the Christmas party at the family house. You still by yourself, girl, you know, you stay, you ain't got nobody, you know, you know, the guys that looked at as they're, if they're gay or something, cause they don't have a girl, they bring it over and we put tremendous amounts of pressure on people to establish things. And that pressure turns itself or yields itself into the notion that, hey, I better get somebody because I'm going over to my grandma's house and I'm going to have a litany of questions and X, Y, Z and X. You know, they expect me. We put such a high premium 
on people having somebody, people being people dating, people having a significant other that we never really appreciate or teach people or create a culture that appreciates a person walking in the value of their own singleness. See, because being single in this season doesn't mean that people are lonely and they are they are depressed and they are discouragement this discouraged. There is a thing in even in this season of Yuletide festive ventures where you can be single and still be happy. You can be single and still be, you know, celebratory of the season that you can enjoy a park or walk in the park or friends or even gosh this drum roll please even by yourself there is nothing wrong with you i was min- uh, i was talking to our singles on the other night at church last night at church and i told them that one of the things that i really want to work with on the new year i've spent uh, uh years dealing with marriages and families because part of one of our, our our mantras at our church at the impact nation is we are a family church where lives are changed through the word of God. And so there is an environment that really invests in marriages and family, right? That, you know, that matter of fact, that's one of the things that draw people to our church because of the family orientation of, you know, new babies and all of those different kinds of things. And we, it's just something that God has favored our church to do. And, and and I said, one of the things that we've got to do is repent and ask the single people for forgiveness. And all of them kind of looked, their eyes booked, men and women. They like, oh my, wait a minute, hold it, hold it. That you got to repent. I said, yeah, we need to repent because we made marriage and having family more significant than someone walking in their own individual being. So we make people feel like in order to be a part, in order to be significant, in order to be valued, that they got to have somebody, got to have a family, got to be married, and got to have children. And we've created that kind of culture. Whether it, And we do that whether it's in and outside of the church. That I know you hear a lot of people fussing about relationships, men don't do this and women don't do that and X, Y, Z and ABC. Yeah, I get it. I know they're fussing about it. Oh, I'm fine by myself. But no, when you're fine by yourself, you don't have to tell people you're fine by yourself. That is a deep inner cry that, yeah, I'm fine by myself because I got to be by myself. But I really wish I could have somebody because there is subconsciously something that we in our community, we do to single people. We don't let people finish being single. We don't let them finish being healed and and finding holistic uh, uh, a movement in themselves, holistic value, appreciation for my walk as a single person. We we get people to marry so, too, so soon because, of course, we listen to Paul <laughs> that says, well, it's better to marry than to burn. And so we threaten people, girl, boy, you better get somebody. Right, we, we, we have all of these labels and all of these presupposed definitions and people fall into those traps that are set a lot of times by the church, by their family and by their friends. And they get into these relationships. They open their hearts up. They they move from their own visions and missions and they're trying to incorporate someone. We don't teach them about there. there's a time for all things. We don't teach them about the value of learning who you are. Remember that the, the order of this whole thing, the order of love and relationships is this. 
that you should, one, love the Lord your God. See, first of all, part of being single is learning how to walk with God in that love relationship with him to get your spirit and your soul in an upright perspective. That's number one. Then number two, as you love God, God is going to begin to deal with you concerning yourself, concerning your environment, concerning your inward man, concerning the things that go bump in the night within you. Get yourself together, right? Let you understand that you do have flaws and you do have, you know, idiosyncrasies. You do have particular things and habits that, you know, that doesn't, that don't make you not valuable. That don't make you not significant. These are just things that God has wired you with that you have got to learn how to appreciate, right? You've got to learn how to mature. You've got to learn how to embrace. You've got to learn how to, to protect the totality of who you are, right? Because guess what? And you've got to walk in that singleness. You've got to walk in that season for a minute. Talking to you single people now, listen. You got to walk in that for a minute. I know it may, there are days of loneliness. I know that there are days where you wish you had somebody, but I come to pull you back. Not to say uh, that, that marriage is not good because it is great. It is great. Absolutely. Yeah. And when when we miss that, when we miss that, let me say it again. When we missed that, we miss a value part, valuable part of who we are. We missed a valuable part of who we are because then it says, love your neighbor as yourself, right? Now that word neighbor means that someone walks in proximity. It's like what Song of Solomon says, my my, my sister, my brother, my, my sister, my spouse. In other words, there's a level of relationship before I even get to the romantic, before I even get to Eros, Can I like this person as a brother and sister? Can I recognize their own value and their own way? Can I, can I be in their presence and not want to get in their bed? Can I be in their presence and not see myself wrapped up in their arms? Because I've got to begin to love them on that particular level as I love myself. Can I, can I recognize their flaws? Can I recognize the way that they have been wired and still have appreciation for them? Right? Without any kind of romance, I know we get pictures of people floating across the room and, and doing all other kinds of things. We like, oh my God, I'm, you know, and I know it because we want this Hollywood Cinderella, you know, kind of relationship. I, we, I was at the company party and I saw her and it seems like she glad, glid, you know, glid across the room and all kind of thing and just say, and yeah. But we don't understand the practical reality of letting people come how they come and loving them for how they display themselves. And then if it grows to the next level, that's fine. See, love is a growth. Love is a growth process. Because at every stage of love, you've got to learn how to decide to love. But see, we put it all on the table, especially this time of year. That's why I call it kind of Christmas cuffing. And then by the time you get to February around Valentine's Day, you might last, maybe. But it was never established on anything concrete. It was never established on anything that that saw each other or saw the relationship as individuals as worthy, as worth it. That this person is something and valuable without me, right? That, and, and you know, that, that, that whole idea. And, you know, again, as I said, and a lot of times the church and family, we put that pressure on single people. We do. We do. Y'all look good together. As if the apex 
of human humanity is to have somebody to look at. And again, I'm not telling you that. Listen, I have been 28 years married. Right. I've been with the same, you know, woman. Yeah. Since 1990. So you do the math. Right. So I'm definitely telling you, not telling you that the relationship is not a good thing. I'm telling you, I'm saying off and ons and all that kind of stuff through college and everything. Yeah. I got engaged around Christmas time, this time of year. So to, to you know, and so I'm I'm telling you, I, I get it. I promise you, I understand it. But what I am saying is that there's got to be somebody that cautions you to measure your heart and not sacrifice your boundaries, even in this season, the way you may desire to establish relationships or you feel the pressure. We're going to talk a little bit about that pressure and how to, how to handle that pressure today. We're going to talk a little bit about that because there are a lot of people that I recognize that are crumbling under the pressure of relationship. And I'm, I'm, you know, you, you just got to know me. I'm the kind of person that, is this a Christmas thing? Is this a holiday hookup? <laughs> and they were like, Bishop, well, no, 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 no. I need to, because I ain't never seen you bring her to church before. I ain't never seen you out in the street with her anywhere. That She just popped up Christmas. Now, I just asked you, you know, last month who was in your life. You told me nobody. But here it is now. Y'all are inseparable. What's that about? You know, I'm that kind of pastor. I'm that kind of person. I want to know what you're getting yourself into. You're right. Oh, uh, uh, a pastor. Meet, meet my boyfriend. Meet my boyfriend. And so, no, no, that's not how it goes. Meet my friend. <laughs> that's how they try. I'm like, you know what? You, you can't slick a can of oil. I got it. No, and I'm going to ask the question, is this just your friend? Well, is, there something, is there something else going on there? I mean, what? Tell me what's happening. You know, now this is my boyfriend. We've been seeing each other. Oh, seeing each other. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah, you're right. Because they already, already know when you bring them, I'm so tickled, when you bring them up to me in church, that's going to be my thing. I'm like, yo, what we doing here? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I I, I, I want to know because my job, my role in your life is to make sure that you're thinking wisely and you're not caught, caught in the holiday harangue of hookups because then you're going to be back in my office. Pastor, I need to talk to you. What happened? What happened, bro? I man, man, you know, man, that girl. Listen, listen, that... This is a preventative. I believe in preventing it instead of corrective. You know, I would rather you not fall out the tree, you know, get down out of the tree, than for you to fall down, break your legs, and now you got to wear a cast for three months. Right? Because that's how a lot of people approach relationships, Coach Call. Now, some of y'all listening to me out there, again, like I said, if you can't say amen, say ouch, or maybe you might have to say both amen, ouch. <laughs> Create a new word, right? Because that's the facts. We crumble under the pressure of not just the holiday, but we come crumble under the pressure to get in relationships because of our environments, the things that we have, we have made to seem seem valuable. No, this is not this is not our grandmamas and our granddaddy's day, but I think we can learn something from them because their day was a different day. It was a different day. They viewed relationships differently. But then again, the text says there is nothing new under the sun. 
that there are a lot of people. If we're going to stop the divorce rate in our community, then we got to start with how we treat the whole idea of singlehood. I That's what I believe. I believe. I believe it. Whether you are single or have been divorced and now you're ready to get out there again, no. Have, have you healed? Do you know you? Do you love you? Because if you don't love you, if you've not learned the principles of loving you and loving God, then please don't get in anybody else's life to jack them up during the holidays. That you will turn Christmas into Halloween quickly. <laughs> if you get into a relationship that you are not ready for. And we got, listen, listen. And, and sometimes you got to protect yourself. That means if you're going to be around uncles and aunties and, and grandmamas and granddaddies and parents and all that, and they're going to be throwing 20 questions about when you're going to get this, when you're going to get somebody, when somebody's going to be in your life, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that if, if you can't not go, because I, but most of us, we can't not go. I know there's some people say, well, I'm not even going because I don't want to deal with that. That's good, too. I ain't mad at that. Because you do have to put to, uh, you know, put boundaries up sometimes around family. But if you do go, you need to say, well, am I not significant? Was I, am I never, have I never been significant just by myself? That you only see me as significant if I bring somebody to the dinner table? And the question is, is that for me? Or is that for you? Yeah. That you want, you, is that you with dreary, oh, dreamy eyes looking at me because I brought somebody over here? If I just bring a coworker, we just strictly platonic friends. Is that it, it, what does that do? Are you the one planning my wedding in your mind, right? Why, 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 why is that? Why is that culture call? Why is that black community? Why do we do that to our single people? We force them into things, and then, and here's the deal. And then we talk about them. We talk about them when we say when we hear they broke up or when we get when they get in a divorce. We need to do better. And so we're going to challenge that notion today about this Christmas cuffing and protecting your heart during the holidays. We want to talk about that right here on The Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith on Praise 93.3. Don't miss it. And we are back right here. On the culture call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, praise 93.3 FM, and already we are blazing this morning. That's right. Thank you guys for tuning in. 205-752-4800. Yeah, drop a line to me on the app if you can. Let me know what you think about our subject matter. Let me know what you think about our topic this morning. I'm telling you. Cuffing, yeah, Christmas cuffing, protecting your heart during the holidays. And I really want to, I really, really want to bring this to the forefront today because there are a whole lot of singles out there that are struggling. There are a whole lot of single folks that feel left out and feel pressured into getting into relationships for this most wonderful time of the year, right? They want to get into something. And a lot of it is personal, but a lot of it is community. A lot of it has to deal with the environment that they're in. And I'm not single, haven't been single in a long time, but I am telling you, I have children who are all adults. So I guess they're not, you know, children and kids and that like, but I have, my, all of them are adults 
And I, I, I pastor a lot of single people, meet a lot of single people. And can I say on their behalf, they are sick and tired of the pressure of having to be forced to have somebody. So much so that especially during this time of year, they're willing to take, they're willing to take chum to shark infested waters during this holiday season and opening up their, their otherwise wise and, and intelligent heart just to have somebody. Right. And one of the things that I'm going to talk about a little bit later is, you know, there is nothing ruthless about maintaining your restrictions. Let me say that again. I didn't want to let that one out too early, but there is nothing ruthless and or wrong about maintaining your restrictions of heart during this time of season because you can fall prey. We do it. Watch this. It's easy. We, you get it. We go to the store, you know, before Christmas time. I ain't buying nothing. I ain't buying nothing. And then the next thing you know, you have depleted all of your resources. You spent money that you don't even have. Yeah. On things that you don't even need buying gifts for people that perhaps are not even worthy, you know, getting in debt, all of that. But, you know, all those things, we put things on layaway, trying to impress people that a few minutes later, you know, kids, not in people, but kids that they're going to play with it maybe about 10, 15 minutes and then throw it away. Are they going to break it? Because they're too immature to handle what you purchased them. They said they want it, but they don't understand the responsibility of taking care of it. Or you're going to buy something very expensive that is, is going to cost you more to maintain it over the over a span of time. And you know that you don't have that kind of guilt, that kind of cheese, that kind of money coming in to maintain it on that level. And so you're going into more debt, more debt trying to maintain something that if you had just maintained your restrictions and do done what you said and maintain your budget boundaries, you would have never gotten into. Now, that that that's that sounds like just on the material side, but you can parallel that in relationships. Many people say they're not going to and they get around November, December, right? And they start trying to establish relationships that number one giving themselves to people who are too immature. They're going to play with you for a couple of weeks and then going to forget you because it was about the season. It was about the time of year. It wasn't about establishing anything valuable. No. Right? And you've got to be aware of that. And or or you're going to get with something, somebody that is going to, you're going to get more in debt, personal debt. You're going to lose your joy. You're going to lose your identity. It's going to cost you more and more to stay with this individual just to say you have someone in your life. Come on. We've got to start doing better than that in our in our community. We've got to start treating and educating ourselves better. Absolutely. We've got to begin to educate ourselves much better than we do. Absolutely. That's a shame. And again, I, I I'm not just blaming it on single people. I think that it, we we put we uh we create a certain kind of ecosystem that makes them feel like they're only valuable when they're walking with somebody on their side, loving and all that. And I know it. We love the whole idea of love, but love is not an idea. Love is a decision. And one of the things that Song of Solomon tells us to not is to not stir up love until it can please you. That means if that is don't stir up love until it pleases, right? Until it's ready. Right? 
which says that there is a season when you can indulge, watch this, y'all, drum roll, in unready love. Talking here, L, because I don't know if the folks listening to you on the culture call this morning, but you better listen. There is a thing called unready love. It's just like unripe fruit. You know, it can look ripe on the outside. You know, because, you know, I'm a country boy. My grandparents would be like, nah, don't touch that. I'm like, yeah, no, this watermelon is ready. It's ready now. This plum is ready. And she's like, nah, they're not ready yet. I'm telling you, let it sit there for a little bit. Let it stay on the tree a little longer. You know, and it started moving from a green plum to a, a, a yellow. And she was like, nah, it's not, it's not, you're not going to get the fullness out of it yet. And you pick it anyway and you bite into it. And like, you know, now I know there's some people that are addicted to sour plums. I'm not. I believe that fruit ought to be sweet when you eat it. I believe that it ought to be ready. And so, you know, there's a certain thing about love being ripe, R-I-P-E. And when you pick it too soon, you leave off the E and love becomes R-I-P, rest in peace. And a lot of times that P-E-A-C-E is rest in pieces, P-I-E-C-E-S. Right, because now you're in a relationship, and you sit like, "What in the world am I in? I've given up the precious part of me for a gift that you done got from Claire's. I've given up the precious part of me. I done spent money on a Louis. I done spent money on a on, on a Gucci bag and all these different kinds of things. And this what I get out of it because that love wasn't ready, right?" Get out of Hollywood, culture call. And I don't care what age you are. It's not just in your teens and in your 20s and your 30s. But no, you got people who are 40 and 50. My age still going through this high school kind of iteration of love. And I want to say to you, caution, stop. Stop. Stop, (laughs) y'all. Stop it. You're better than that. No, she need to go and say, there shall be no Christmas cuffing. If if it ain't established yet, you know, I'm not saying you can't have friends. And that's why I have to, I have to, you know, people, li- people listen and they live in segments. They don't live as a continuum. They don't live as this season is connected to that, that season and that season. And this. no, 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 no. They live in segments. They They listen in segments. They respond in segments to where they are at the time, which is, an absolute deplorable way to live live life, right? That I believe that moments are connected. That if you weren't ready in November, guess what? And you haven't done any work to become ready. I promise you, you ain't ready in in de- uh, December. If you ain't been ready during Turkey Day, you sure ain't ready during Advent Christmas. I promise you. Something just came over me. Go take a bath. <laughs> Go shower. Something I felt something on my spine. No, you, no, use some calamine lotion. I don't know. Fumigate yourself, but don't, don't, don't listen. Listen. This time of year can be deceptive. It can be a deceptive December if you're not listening. Again, I have to qualify it. Now, if you already been in something and you're working on it and you've been working on it, then Christmas is a, a, just another month of building, right? Now, and I'm not saying that, you know, that you something can't be established in December. I'm not saying that. 
but make sure it ain't just for December. I mean, maybe because you might roll like that. And you're like, oh, this is a, this is a religious station. I don't care. I've been, listen, the Lord keeps life and body next year. I will have been pastoring for 28 years. I, the, I've seen it all. Church folk crazy too. <laughs> Church folk do things too. Say amen and ouch or ouch. Listen, because they live in a particular cosmology, they live in a particular ecosystem and environment that says, you know, hey, once you feel it, we're such, because we're such an effective people, I feel like, I feel like they don't like me. You don't even know these people. They don't even, they ain't studying. I feel this, you know, I feel the fire burning. You might have gas or indigestion. You know what I'm saying? You re, that might be reflux. I feel this and I feel that and I, I feel love. Love is the worst thing you can feel without really any kind of research, any kind of foundation because when you start feeling love but you're not thinking love, you can't decide. You don't decide with your feelings. You decide with your thinking. Let me say it again. You don't decide with your feelings. Man, listen, feelings help you interpret thoughts. They are a part of the board members of you learning how to interpret your world, but they are not the leader of how you interpret. I feel this and I feel that and I feel that. No, 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 no. Go, go and get some, some cream, some Neosporin. Yeah, go, go and get you some, like I said, some calamine lotion. Do something else. But Curacoma, I don't even know if they still make that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, no. This love is something that you have to. You have to. You have to think about. It's a thought. Love is a decision. Y'all been hearing me talk about that a while. Love is a decision. I promise you, it is. Love is a decision. That is not something you can just rub. Oh, they got good perfume. He smell, he smell like this and she smell like that. Okay. See, that's in the effective, in the feelings realm. Don't be making lifetime decisions off of feelings. Cause guess what? After 28 years, I love my wife, but I can tell you both she and I will testify that you don't always feel it. That feeling that we had when we were dating in November 1990, that feeling that, listen. That feeling that we have, sometimes it go. listen, sometimes I can love her and she can love me. She can eat, I can eat her up and she can eat me up. And then there are days where we wish we had. So you can't just base this thing off of feelings. You, you can't base this thing off of feelings. And, but that's what we do a lot of times. We get and we see the Christmas lights and we see the Christmas trees. And, you know, you're, if you're in an area where you can see snow on the ground and you hear the children caroling, you know, you know, harp the hero angels singing and you start, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. And you singing and you listening to Samara Joy and you're listening to In My Mind by the Temptation. Now you feel some type of way and your hands grazing each other. That's a feeling. That, <laughs> that is a feeling. That's a feeling. No, you need to, no, no, I need to think about what this December love, this Christmas love is going to cost me in January, February. Now, here's what the book says. The book says that no man builds a house except they do what? Y'all know the text, except they first 
count up the cost. Count it up. <laughs> you gotta count up the cost, culture call. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> you gotta count up the cost. Will this person who I'm feeling right now be an idiot around January, February? <laughs> right? Right? Because guess what? And you, you know, it, it might be a cloak. You gotta be careful because February 14th is right around the corner. <laughs> you see, so you gotta, uh, you know, are you here just to get a Christmas gift? I, I just need to know. I, I I just need to I just need to know. Yeah, so you got to think about it. You have to think about it, right? Aretha Franklin says you better think. Think about what you're trying to do to me. Listen, and most of the times, most people are not thinking about you in a relationship. They're thinking about themselves, male and female. Don't be. That's what I know. That's what men do. That's what women do too. Calm down. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's what they do. Most people are thinking about what is going to make themselves happy. Right? And so, yeah, chill on the feelings. Chill on the feelings. Like I told you, take a shower, take a bath, sit down and put you some, get you some Mr. Bubble or whatever, you, whatever they use to go to Bath and Body Works and get you some spa products. Get you one of them spots. Take a bath and get rid, listen, move out of them feelings. Let those feelings come as you start thinking. What you, what are you thinking? See, because when you when you introduce them to me, I I'm going straight to thinking. I am going straight to thinking. I'm like, okay, all right. So when did this happen? Yeah, how long y'all been together? Okay, all right. Where you from, sir? Ma'am, where you come from? Who are your people? Oh, okay, good. Are you saved? Are you a believer? Yeah. What you think about my guy? What you think about my girl? Yeah, absolutely. My single people will tell you it is a rites of passage. That it, it ain't cultish. That's just how I am. My thing is, if you want me to sign, put my name on your wedding certificate one day, if that's what you want, guess what? They're going to go, you got to have counseling. You got to go through the initial interviews. You Listen, I'm not marrying you. I ain't never met him. I'm not marrying you. I don't care how fine she is. I don't care what kind of BBL she got. I'm telling you, they got to go through a rights of process because my job is to look out for your soul. It's to look out for what this thing is going to be. And when I say I now pronounce you man and wife, you may salute your bride. Then I want to make sure that you all are committed and dedicated. Well, yeah, it starts with this whole process where I have to think. I have to think about the strategy. Am I ready? You can't be with Raymond still mad at Robert. Huh? You can't be with Jennifer still mad at Jessica. You can't do it. You got to be healed within yourself. And so, again, the most wonderful time is Silent Night, you know, little town in Bethlehem. Jingle bells do not cure when you are not. They are not uh, 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 prescriptives for the internal healing that you need to do on the inside of yourself to make sure that you are ready to be in a relationship. Don't let Christmas fool you. Don't let this be a deceptive December. You got to start thinking and creating an understanding of a path. Absolutely. You got to start making sure that you are, you, you're done with one season. 
right? And that means if I got to go to the family repass without a boo, then guess what? I'm That boo going to be my turkey or that spiral ham I'm going to get from Honey Big Hams. I'm going to bring my boo going to be that ice in them cups if I can't cook or that macaroni and cheese. But what you ain't going to do is pressure me to bring somebody and, and fall pseudoly in love just to appease questions around the table. I'm cuffed with myself. I'm glad to be my myself. I will not allow myself to relax my restrictions and my boundaries just to appease those who think I should have somebody by now. Right. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Because we're going to talk about you. I'm t- <laughs> Listen, us folks, chocolate people, we culture call. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. If something go wrong, we going to talk about you. Lunch, how they said it was in love. I heard, yeah, and I heard such a story that he had somebody on the side. She had another man. See, yeah, but now they were just happy for you and all that during Christmas. Don't, do not fall <laughs> into that trap. Oh my goodness. Are we having a wonderful time today? I'm telling you, don't fall into these people's trap. I'm telling you, don't do it. Listen, we've got so much more to go. That's right. On the Culture Call with yours truly, Elspeth Smith, right here on Praise 93. Go ahead and get you some water, some more coffee, some tea. Get you a little snack and keep it right here. More to come. This is the world And we are back. That's right. It's the top of the hour, 11 a.m. and some change. That's right. Right here on the Culture Call with yours truly, Elspeth Smith. Praise 93.3 FM. And it is a wonderful day. And we're having a wonderful discussion about Christmas cuffing. That's right. Some of y'all don't know the phrase cuffing, but it means getting in a relationship, having being booed up. Yeah. <laughs> being with somebody doing, you know, getting in a relationship. That, that's the best way I can explain it. You know, it's an urban vernacular. I get it. I understand. But I want to say Christmas cuffing. That's right. But what I want to tell you to do is, you know, instruct you on this, how to protect your heart during this time of year. Because, listen, there are people out here that have some kind of other agenda uh, for your being. And you got to know what's going on out here in these streets. That's right. You got to make sure that you are protecting yourself you feel me you got to make sure that you ain't just out here late last and lost and and you know by the time we get to the new year you come into the altar you you crying to somebody crying in somebody's lap and saying i wish i had known no i'm telling you right now i'm i'm i am telling you right now you ain't you ain't got to know firsthand you let me use let me help you with some ex- wisdom so you won't have to have an experience they are t- I'm t- listen to me there are people out there that wish they had listened or had had advice like I'm giving them right now. That's right, family. That's right. Listen, before we get back into our discussion, just want to remind you to go ahead and send me your Christmas announcements, culturecall.praise at gmail.com. That's culturecall.praise at gmail.com. Go ahead and send that to me so that I can announce what's happening in your neck of the woods, in your church, or wherever you are, your organization. I know this is the time of year where we're being distributing toys and food and supplies to make sure uh, that we can help each other ease the burden this time of year. But guess what? I need you to go ahead and send that to me so I'll know what's happening. Absolutely. So I'll know exactly what's going on and I can tell everybody else what's happening in your neck of the woods. Okay? 
Good deal. Good deal. Listen, as always, I told you this Sunday uh, will be uh, our Toys for Tots Sunday at the Impact Nation Fellowship Church, 1110 26th Avenue East, right there in Alberta City in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. That's right. Not too far from the University of Alabama. You can come and be a part of us partnering with the Marines, our local Marines, and sharing toys with those children who are underprivileged and not being able to have a toy otherwise, right? Or helping families to have something under their tree, right? That they've done the best that they could. They've got a house, they've got food, but they don't have toys for their kids. And oh, what a blessing it would be if you would partner with us this Sunday. That's right, from 10 30, uh, at 10 30, that's when service begins, but we'll be open up till about nine o'clock, nine o'clock Sunday morning, and you can be there, drop your toy off, and, uh, and we'll give you a big hug, a big thanks for making this thing happen. This is a big event at our church. Every year, we've done it for, uh, at least a decade, and, uh, we always enjoy, we make it a little competition. Uh, in our church between men and women sometimes we or sometimes we just say hey, let's just go in and just let's just see who can get the best gift or whatever it's a wonderful time this sunday uh december 10th toys for tots at the impact nation you don't want to miss it and of course i want to send a very special invitation to you tonight even tomorrow to be a part of our leadership gathering and our theme here is pivot we're teaching leaders uh and paraleaders ministry leaders uh, uh, organizational leaders, uh, doesn't have to, you don't have to be a pastor. You can be a creative. You can be an artist. Whoever works in ministry, uh, in our community within the church, we want to teach you how to master that pivot. There's something great coming in the new year that there is a change of government in 2024 and a, a whole lot of, uh, changes under the rest. And you need to know about what's going on. Yeah. As we get further away, uh, uh, further into, not away, but into this post pandemic reality, we as leaders need to know how to manage the pivot, right? How to master the changes and the transitions that have been happening. That you don't have to be the one behind and lamenting and say, Oh man, I didn't see that coming. No, this week, tonight and tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how you can master the pivot. It might be a pivot in your own personal life. Might be that, right? Might be a change of relationship, a change of job, right? Uh, you might be a new empty nester. Uh, you might uh, uh, be changing in, in terms of relationships and friendships. It might change in your finances. Whatever that change is, you don't have to be afraid of it if you learn how to strategize to embrace it. So that's what we're going to be talking about is that that pivot. How do we get you to the future? How are we going to arrive there safely and strategically? You don't want to miss it. It starts tonight at uh, 6 o'clock uh, at the Impact Nation. And then tomorrow we'll be in sessions all day uh, in the morning leadership sessions. And then tomorrow night we'll be uh, our closeout with uh, uh, Jason Nelson, Bishop Jason Nelson from Baltimore, Maryland. It's going to be an explosive, explosion tonight. Tonight is Overseer uh, Rashawn Wilson from Charleston, South Carolina. I am telling you, he is a dynamo. Both of them are dynamos. We've got amazing uh, leaders that are coming that I've invited to help us master this pivot. You might want to be a part, right? So definitely come out tonight. You can register even if you want to be a part of the Friday uh, sessions. You can register tonight. Just come out tonight and our registration will be there. Uh, our staff will be there to handle all of that for you. I want to make sure that you are invited. Don't forget, 
make sure that you email me at culturecall.praise at gmail.com. That's culturecall.praise at gmail.com. And let me let, let me let Lottie, Dolly, and everybody know what's happening in your neck of the woods. Listen, let's get back to our conversation. Y'all all right? Are you sure? You're not mad at me. Well, if you are, guess what? <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle up because I've got more to share. I've got more to share with you. Listen, I want to make sure you understand exactly what the frame of reference that we're coming from as we talk about, you know, this whole understanding of not being held accosted by this this need to be in some kind of romantic relationship uh during this time of year you know that you don't have to have somebody on your arms you don't have have to be in some kind of you know uh situation ship <laughs> whereby you compromise yourself compromise your mind your emotions your body yeah where you begin to spend money you don't have on people who don't really mean you any good but there's a certain discernment and a certain awareness that we have to walk in right now, I'm not saying not to establish relationships. Yeah, there you got friendships. You got people you can go over to their house and play Uno with, you know. You got all of that going on. You don't have to have somebody. You don't have to have somebody there um, just to, just to you know, uh, make it seem like, hey, um, uh, well, I, you know, I, if, if I go to the party and don't have no boo on my arms, I'm going to look crazy. Already, that kind of self-talk and language is destroying you because that cannot be, cannot be. Let me say this again. That cannot be the the mindset, the attitude, or the impetus for you starting any level of relationship, right? And so I want to give you a little few keys here as we talk about how can we protect our hearts. You, you've been telling us about the situation, Bishop. Tell us how we can protect our heart. Well, first of all, number one, I need you to be mindful and avoid comparison, right? What does that mean? Glad that you asked. That means you're looking at other folks' tests trying to measure what's going on on your paper. You're looking at other folks and how they may be indeed in a legitimate romantic relationship and comparing and measuring your own reality with those folks. Listen, if they're in a relationship, that is no cause, rhyme, or reason for you to try to jump into something Right? To try to jump into something just to say that, oh, I got somebody now. No, no, no. Let me say this again. No, no, no. No. Don't compare yourself. Just because, you know, Roxanne might have somebody, she bringing a boo over to the Christmas dinner or the Christmas tree lighting them for the family or, you know, just because Dexter might have somebody, a boo. Listen, that's not for you to say, but let me get me somebody. No, that, no, 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 no. Stop that comparison. The text says to compare yourselves among yourselves, you got to be careful of because that is not wise. That's not wise. You don't know how long they've been into something. You don't know how long, you know, if, you know, if this is a, a, just an arrangement so they, they, they wouldn't be talked about or whatever they can fit in or whatever. You don't know. So you, you can't, don't use other people's information to decide your news. 
Let me say that again, because I know that was repeat worthy. Don't use other people's information to decide the news in your life. No, don't do that. Stay on your paper. Stay on your paper and don't, no, be happy for them. I'm so grateful that you got somebody. I am so grateful. My goodness, y'all look good together. God bless. All right. And, and be good drinking the holiday punch by yourself. Be good being at the punch bowl. Yeah. And at the fruitcake and all the other kind of stuff, sweet potato pie, whatever y'all got there. Be comfortable by your lonesome. If you're at the company party or if you're at the family party and mix up whatever, don't be looking at other folks trying to govern your life. No, that is a bad thing. Do not compare your life. Here's the number two. Learn how to manage stress. Stress will make us do things that we would not normally do if we were walking in a place of holistic peace. That when you're stressed out and you're anxious, that can lead to a certain level of desperation that if you're not careful, will end you up with somebody that you have no real attraction to. There is really no, you know, manifested growth, growing attraction. You know, you're just with that person to say you with that person because you're stressed out. Yeah, you need to pray, need to calm down, find you some folks that make you laugh, Right? Don't get in that stressful situation because that stress, stress will make you, you know, pull down your, all your restrictions and boundaries. And then you wake up in the bed with somebody the next morning looking like, how did I get here? Like Deborah Cox, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. No, right? <laughs> you get in those situations when you are stressed out. I just need relaxation. I just need such and so forth. No, get around some healthy, uh, some healthy friends. Yeah. You know, get you, call up, get you a Netflix by yourself. Don't, don't invite nobody or invite, you know, some of your friends over and, and chill. Don't, mm -mm. don't invite Robert from the job. Y'all ain't, do not invite Robert from the job or the deacon board. Yeah, y'all heard what I said. Don't invite Robert from the job or the deacon board. Don't do it. <laughs> Stress will have you making decisions that will eventually ultimately what stress you out <laughs> so don't watch that stress right here's the number three maintain boundaries right maintain boundaries you already got them i hope that if you're if you're single and you're trying to establish relationship or you're you're, you're a single person that you've got some boundaries to maintain the things that you said you wouldn't do to, to keep those awarenesses in front of you, in the frontlets of your eyes and keep them, yeah, that as you navigate in these Christmas spaces and these winter wonderland spaces, as you navigate those things, yeah, ma ma yeah, maintain your boundaries. Yeah. You know, girl, I've been trying to find somebody like you. Oh, really? And, and so I, so you thought that today was a good day? For for me to answer that request, yeah, okay, all right, <laughs> you know, you know, boy, you look so good in them jeans. You just your muscles. Can I touch you? Oh no, okay. So that's what you do. Go around feeling people. <laughs> that's that's what we doing. And, and, and this is this an auction block? You just go around squeezing guys. That's what you do. Okay, no, no, no. I I want to maintain. You know, 
at least at least some kind of distance. I, I really have this thing about people approaching my person without permission. Yeah, so already that's a red flag. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You got to maintain that. Don't get so overwhelmed that she want to feel your biceps that you've been working on at Planet Fitness. Right? You've been working on your abs at Crunch and now she feeling your chest and got now you got, got you feeling some type of way and all your boundaries are gone. Sir, don't do it. Yeah, you've been on the Stairmaster and getting a little shape now and you figure you go, somebody say something about it and now you swoon it. No, manage and maintain your boundaries. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right. That's what you got to do. Here's another one, right? Prioritize self-care. Prioritize self-care. Right? What does that mean? That means that during this season, other than Christ, you are the greatest gift. The gift to yourself is a whole and a, a, a you that is at peace. Right? That's You need to measure that. You need to measure that and not only measure it, but maintain it. Maintain it. Absolutely. Maintain, yeah. Your self-care. That's right. See, because I think self-care is how we begin to build boundaries against desperation. That I care for myself too much and my mind, my emotions, my spirit, my soul, my sanity. I care too much about those things to allow the season and this yuletide, you know, cheer to put me in a situation in a relationship and really it's not relationship it's a situationship right to put me there where I'm compromising the integrity of myself that now I'm walking around with with baggage that what I thought was a gift is now baggage and luggage that I'm not strong enough to bear and don't even think I'm even ready and qualified but you don't find that out until February March who got time for that <laughs> yeah, who got time for that? So you got to make sure that you prioritize self-care, that it is fine, perfectly fine to be by yourself, to show up by yourself, to take yourself out, to go to the Christmas party and the family engagement. It is cool to go to the church Christmas play by yourself. I get with another sister and brother, you know, that's, you know, and keep it light. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the program and carry yourself home. Go with a group of friends, at least four or five to Applebee's. Get you a part of some chicken tenders and some, you know, some riblets or whatever. I don't know what I, I've not been to Applebee's in so long, but you know what to get. Anybody going to tell you what to get? You know what to get, Culture Call. Don't put yourself and a self-created trap. Let me say that one more time. Do not place yourself in a self-ordained or self-created trap. And then be trying to figure out, waiting for a prophetic word, waiting for somebody to tell you how you got in this mess. I'll tell you how. Number one, you didn't listen to the coach call. Because the coach call would have told you what was getting ready to happen. But number two, <laughs> number two, here's the deal. 
You got to learn how to protect your greatest gift. And that is self-care. That is having a conversation. That's another thing. Open, uh, open, Openly communicate what your value is and what your standards are as you are approaching this season and all of these events. And, and that might mean you might have to have a talk with mama or grandmama or auntie or brothers and sisters. Listen, here's the deal. I'm perfectly fine by myself. What I don't want to do is come over to the family gathering and have your badgering me about somebody as if I'm not worthy or significant or valuable uh, if, if somebody's not on my arm or if I'm not on someone else's arm. Yeah, I, I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if that happens, I'm leaving because I will not be subjected to your comments against my person, even if it is from a familial sense, even if it's family or close relatives or friends, I'm not going to stay because it, I, listen, I don't have to be duty bound to sit here and listen to you talk about me and who I'm not and what I don't have and what you wish I have that you ain't going to help me even take care of even if I had it. You see? That, that, that's the, that, 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 that's the point right there. You need to understand that you can have that conversation. And it might be terse. All right, mama, you've been talking about this for a while. But let me tell you, this Christmas, this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Absolutely. Okay, because what I'm not going to tolerate is y'all bombarding me. Don't invite nobody over here from your church in choir, from choir number two. To try to hook me up with. Don't do not do that. Don't bring your, your little you passed over here. I'm telling you right now. Don't listen. Don't bring him over here. Because I'm going to hurt his feelings and I'm going to hurt your feelings. Don't bring the sister over here, ma. Pop, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. Ain't nothing. I'm... I'm I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm who I'm, who I am. I'm who I want to, I, I, I want to be with my family and I want to enjoy myself, but I'm not going to subject my life to your standards. We're not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. See, sometimes you got to go ahead and say that. Y'all not hearing me what I'm saying. You got to go ahead and be fine with communicating. Don't because it can be so overwhelming that it will cause compromise. Then listen, ain't no I don't think anybody can embarrass you and put you in a compromising situation like a black family. They listen, they will rail on you, they will jank on you, and you will leave there feeling like you are deficient and that you are beneath, but you got to set some boundaries and get them in check. No, you are not gonna do that this year. Hello, the, the 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 party is on Tuesday, so I'm gonna have this talk to. I mean, party's on Saturday, so I'm gonna have this talk with you on Tuesday, so you can massage it in your mind, <laughs> so you can go ahead and understand we're not doing this in the twenty and twenty three. I'm not, are not. So go and get yourself together. You and Daddy going to whisper. You and all Annie, whoever you are, Granny, who, y'all going to whisper to yourself. Get it on out your system because if I hear it when I get to the party, I, guess what? It's gonna be one one guest less. Uh, one one guest less because I'm leaving. I'm going to the movies. I'm going to the Marvel something. I'm I'm going to look at whatever movie is out right now. Hunger Games. I don't know. 
I'm going to home and look at, you know, a Christmas carol or something. Ebenezer Scrooge, home alone. But what I will not do is subject myself to your harangue. I will not subject myself to you telling me why you ain't got nobody yet. You know, so-and-so got, so-and-so got this, so-and-so got that. No, we're not doing that for the 20 and 23. Are not. Right. So you have to, you see, you have to set up some boundaries. You have to, listen, stop comparing yourself. You're fine. You are fine. Be fine with you. Be okay with who you are and who God has made you for this season. Let patience. Woo, look at this one. I love this one. This is a good Christmas cuffing uh, text. Let patience have her perfect work. That means that waiting is developing something that is currently not ready. That is not perfected. That is not complete. That is not matured. That's what patience does. Be patient. Enjoy this time. See, because once you get in a relationship, then you get married, then kids come, and then you got a whole nother world to balance. And those things, hear me now, Culture Code, listen, those things are difficult to balance when you have not finished being single. Because you're going to always be sitting there thinking about holding that baby in your arms, what life could have been like you had you just waited and been patient with love, been patient with time. Been patient with development. If you had finished, if you had done some of the things that you wanted to do, but now you are responsible and obligated to this marriage, to your husband and our wife, to these soon kids, right? And you did all of that so that mom and them could stop complaining. You did all of that so you could have somebody to take to the Christmas party. You did all of that. Cause your friends getting married and engaged and you ain't got nobody. Now you, no, not see now. Cause if it ain't your time, it's going to take a special kind of, first of all, it takes a special kind of grace to be in a relationship in the first beginning because two are attempting to become one. That doesn't just start on I do. That starts in, in the season where you begin to, to court each other and, and to date. Two are trying to navigate how to become one, right? It takes a grace for that. Then it takes another level of grace to be married. Yeah, another level of grace. Huh? Right, because come over here is different than scoot over. Now, did y'all hear that? Come over. See, it's easy to go and tell somebody you can come over here because if I can tell you you can come, guess what? I can also tell you you can leave. You can go back to your house. But scoot over means we're in the same bed and the same chair, and now I got to share my life with you. And, yeah, that takes a whole nother level of grace. You ain't got to pay me no attention. Y'all ain't got to pay me no mind, Coach Call, but I'm telling you, it takes another level of grace to be in that. And then when you add crumb snatchers, you add children, you add that. That's right. That's another level of grace. And the question becomes, are you ready and matured and whole enough to handle those grace graces? There's a grace to be single. There's a grace to be by yourself and to enjoy you. There's a grace. Yeah. When I got married and had children, I was at that time, I was a, a rising gospel artist. You know, I was getting ready to start my, but 
No, there are things. A lot of my friends, they were traveling around the country and doing concerts and doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, I had to, I had to, that when I got married and had children and then let's not even talk about started pastoring. That's another level of grace because I got another level of responsibility. So I'm, I can't be on this tour. So my, a lot of my friends stayed single a long time because they were doing that kind of life. And if they tried to be married like me, they they figured out they didn't have the grace. Ended up being divorced because you got to finish with the grace that's on your season. I'm teaching a class here. Y'all better listen to me. I'm teaching a lesson here on this culture call. Hear me. You got to finish the grace that you are in. Finish the grace that you are in so that, you know, and then grace will tell you, okay, it's time for another level of grace. You're ready for this now. You know? Then there'll be a saying, it's not good for this person to be alone. I'll give them a help. I'll make him a help me suitable. I'll bring something into his life. Right? I know the, the saying says time waits for no man, but very few men wait their time. And if you're finding yourself in singleness, I'm just trying to tell you December can be a month. December can be a month if you let it. <laughs> it can be a month of of great blessing and great gifting and great joy, or it can be a month of a set up. So when you get to your 2024, you'll be sitting there like, you know, what in the world is going on? What did I get myself into? I don't really like them like that. Yeah. That's what it will do to you. So I'm, I'm, listen, I am sending up the red flag right now and telling you there are steps that you can take that will protect your heart during this holiday season. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you some things that you can do to really build and how you can enjoy this single season or this single moment in this Christmas season. I'm going to talk about that in just a few. But I need y'all to get this. I need you to stop that comparison. Oh, I'm glad for you. That's your thing. Oh, oh, I'm so excited for you. That's right. And be content in whatever season that you're in. Paul says, whether I can abase or bound, whether I'm hungry or whether I'm full, I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. What does that mean? He says, whatever season I am in, I can manage it. Because there is a power, a Christ in me that makes it possible. And so I don't have to fall to whatever state I am in whatever season. I have something on the inside, the grace on the inside to help me make it through that season. Listen, this is the Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, right here on Praise 93.3. We've got much more to come. Yeah, I need you to keep it right here. Right here on the Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, Praise 93.3. Listen, we are having an amazing day. I'm telling you, what a conversation. What a conversation. Christmas cover. That's right. Looking out for my single folks. Making sure that they're making wise choices and decisions in this moment. <laughs> Wise decisions in this moment. Y'all are tricking, tripping me out on this Facebook. 
<laughs> talking about I'm taking notes and all that kind of stuff. Y'all are tickling me on this chat. Like, tell them, Bishop, please tell them. They need to hear this. No, I'm telling you, there's some there's some married folks that wish they could come back and say, man, if I had this advice when I was out in these streets, then I would probably be much better than I am right now. And I get it. I promise you I get it. That's what we want to do. We want to offer you some level of information and don't want you to, you know, you know, <laughs> I got to stop laughing because I didn't tickle myself today. Listen. Because I see it so much in this arena, especially in church, you know, and that's what I told my single folks last night. Listen, we repent. We repent. We repent for years. Our community, our churches have made it feel like you have relatively no value but to work in church or or we think every single person is on a sexual fire is on hellfire and brimstone in their anatomy between their legs that they have no kind of control. And we've used marriage as a behavioral modification. We've used getting wed as something we think that's going to control that because at least they have one person. No, no. We've mishandled so many single people in their lives because we've given them incorrect information concerning their being. And we've got to stop that. We have got to stop that. Let me say this one more time. We've got to stop that. Stop making it seem like these people, these people that this, you know, if I single and she's a good looking woman, oh, she must be doing something. You better get married so they can, you know, and we teach and train that. We preach that in church. I've seen preachers erroneously, erroneously get up. And 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 say things, and I'm like, it's better than marrying the burn. And we love we love that, in, especially in Pentecostal settings. It's better than marrying the burn because everything you know, part of our salvation tech context has to has to include hell. It has to. It's uh, it, it, I mean that's wrong, right? Soteriology is not hell related anyhow. But nonetheless. It becomes a community thing. So we look at a, a young man and we're in our efforts to try to protect him from a life of lasciviousness, from a life of debauchery, from a life of X, Y, Z and ABC. <laughs> we, are, we, we try to tell them things and it only destroys them. It only causes them to get out of that single grace too soon. It causes our single people to, to make crazy decisions in this time of year. They we, we create an atmosphere for them to fall to the December deception. Right? We make them indulge in Christmas cuffing. We, we, we put that kind of pressure, right? With no kind of, no, no kind of help. Right? Because we don't tell them the truth. Take your time. Or better yet, here's a better one. Let love take its time. It knows who to wake up to. It don't have to wake up to everybody you meet. It doesn't have to wake up. You know, I mean, I believe that if that is ordained for you in a season, it will wake up. Stop listening to the clocks that don't exist. Those clocks 
are the things that have been inbred in our minds for a long time. Some of y'all listen to the clock, my clock ticking, my clock ticking. And then at the end of the clock ticking, you end up making a bad decision. And now you got to deal with situations and stuff like that. Like, my God, how did I get myself into that with no grace for it? Now you got to struggle because you do know without grace, we struggle unnecessarily, right? Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, y'all know the hymn. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything, everything to God in prayer. Is it your time? And when it's not your time, then do not uh, uh, open up your heart and be in a place to where I'm just doing this so I can say, I got somebody. I'm doing this so I won't be by myself. Are you that miserable of company that you can't be with you? Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I, I've always enjoyed being with me. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. I've learned so much about me being by myself. I know I am not, I know you're hearing me. I am, I, listen, that's where I think, that's where I ponder, that's where I say, hey, don't do this. That's where a whole lot of things, I do preventive medicine and so I, my life won't have to be in corrective medicine. Yeah, I talk to myself like I'm intelligent. Yeah, my mind will go this way and when I'm by myself, yeah, I, don't you say that. Don't indulge in that. Don't get in that. That ain't your fight. They're trying to stir something so you would respond so that they can point back and give and, and so that they can have, you know, a hallucinated reason why they have com- considered you to be this way. Don't give them that. Ignore that out of existence and focus on what's going on within you. What is God divinely doing in you? What is your place in life? What is your aspect? Right now, you should be thinking about not only enjoying the Christmas time with family and friends, if, you, if you're if you single, but you should be thinking about how do you want to posture your life in the new year, in 2024. You should be already thinking about goals. You should already be thinking about things that are, are you know, what can I do to make this better for my life? Yeah, at this particular point in life, I encourage all of you singles to start visioneering. To go back and go to Apple Podcasts and listen to my 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 conversation about visioneering and how you can start projecting the future where you are now, that you can utilize this time instead of being booed up when you you know under duress you you got because you got somebody you can't even think now and you doing all this no you could be utilizing this time to really map out hey what do we do well do a SWOT analysis strengths weakness opportunity and threat analysis about your own life see yourself as a different kind of corporation a different kind of individual what were my strengths in 2023 what were my weaknesses in 2023 what what are my opportunities in 2024 and what are my threats in 2024 absolutely absolutely so we need to think about that we need to we need to practice holistic thought concerning that matter, and we don't need to be sitting there as individuals that you're you're looking and losing your vision 
while you're looking in the face of another individual. You lose the aspect of who you are. You know? So I want to begin the conversation, not begin, but I want to end and round out this conversation. That's a better one. End and round out this conversation to let you know, single person, you are valuable. That you have worth, you are significant. Even in your season and in your grace of singleness. And you're okay. The Christmas party will be fine. The office party will be fine. Your family going to be fine. The community, we're going to be okay. We clapping and celebrating you for who you are. Yeah. It, yeah. You, you, you okay. Get you a new dress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do, do something different. Do something different. Don't just sit there and whine about, oh, ain't nobody. You don't have nobody. You have you. Sir, single sir, <laughs> you got you. Single ma'am, single sis, you got you. And you are more than enough. Until God, love, and life say it's not good or it's time, then don't stir up love. Don't be cuffing or being no sneaky link or side piece. Don't, no, don't, don't put yourself, those things house complications that they, they, they don't appear on the surface. You can't see them on the surface. Absolutely. You can't, you can't see them on the surface. So you need to understand. Guess what? Yeah. I'm doing good. Give, 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 give yourself time. Give, yourself the needed time that God already knows is in your future so that when you do get there, you're not blinded or you're not jaded. You're not confused. You're not deceived. You can enjoy the process of the moment. You can let it unfold and build and not because you're desperate, not because you're depressed, not, not, not because you're, you're being influenced about other people or, you know, comparison has put, compelled you to do something that is out of the framework of the grace that is on your life. No, when it's time, everything, this is my belief, everything is going to fall in place when it is what? Your time. Yeah. Until then, practice self-care. Yeah, treat yourself well. Have a holly jolly Merry Christmas with yourself. Yeah. Put, you know, buy you something, wrap it up, put it under your tree. <laughs> what? Well, I already know what it is. No, we, we, we're creating a moment of value for you. Right? Do what you got to do. But do not put your heart in a situation that it may not recover from. Because... Of the pressures of the season. Don't be so stressed out about it. That one day you look in the mirror. And you're like oh my goodness. What did I do? I can tell you what you did. You messed up. You let this time of year. And all of that. Put you in a place. Where now you're trying to figure out. How can I. Where's the reverse on this car? But yeah. The reverse 
is 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 a hard thing because now I gotta I gotta take myself back. I gotta do I gotta do the work when you really didn't really have to do that. You, that that wasn't what your assignment was. That's not the season that you're in. No, so you gotta make sure you know exactly what's going on in life. You feel me? You gotta make sure that you're valuing who you are. That's right. No comparison. Happy for everybody. Mama, daddy, ain't it, granny, granddaddy, y'all be all right. But when it's my, I tell you what, save money until that time. <laughs> save your coins. Because when I announce it, I want something, I'm, I'm going to want something nice, write, write, the, write the check. Right now, you two broke for me to get married. Not I'm too, no, you, right. Because, yeah, that part. <laughs> Since you got so much say on it, since you want it so bad, you don't have you you can't even pray for the price tag, right? Everybody's gonna be fine. Christmas is gonna be a wonderful time of the year. Do y'all hear me? But we are not going to use it to put our heart at stake for something that we could simply say, "Hey, it's a beautiful time of the year," but I don't need to put myself in a situation. To where Christmas turns into Halloween. You feel me? Listen. We got to end this show. It's almost time for us in our final words. But listen. We got a whole lot more to talk about. But we may not be able to do it on this show. Right? Hey. But keep it right here. On the Culture Call with yours truly. Ellis Mr. Smith. Praise 93.3. We'll be right back. This is the world what a wonderful day we have had together right here on the Culture Call with your truly Elspeth Smith right here on Praise 93.3. Listen, I need you to understand how much I value your listening ear and your input. Hit me up on the app and hit me up on Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, my prayer and my hope today is that we have empowered you. Yeah, that we have empowered you to a whole nother level to make you think about some things. That's right. To make you see in a different way, a particular understanding that as a single person, I'm talking to single people now, that you are valuable, that you don't have to be uh, afraid of the season. You don't have to make crazy decisions. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I think it's imperative that you know and understand that, yeah, that although I'm in this Christmas season, I don't have to make, uh, you know, crazy decisions about my my relationships because of this whole notion that I got to have somebody or the feelings even within yourself that, you know, you can't be by somebody, that you're deficient, that you don't have what you need and you're not who you need to be. That is is a lie. Don't believe it. That's deception. You are definitely fearfully and wonderfully made. And even in this season, you need to see yourself as a gift. Yeah, you need to see yourself as the gift. First of all, the gift to God. Rededicate yourself back to him. Yeah? Every day. As a gift to yourself. Flaws and all. Yeah, no matter if you would, would want to be better or want to do something different or whatever, want to lose weight. Get, listen, enjoy the journey 
of being who you are. Yeah. And yes, you are a gift to others, but you are not a gift to be trifled with. Your heart is too valuable for you to put it on the auction block on just for to have somebody during Christmas. It's not worth it. It is. Let me say it again. It's not worth it, beloved, at all. So I want to say, listen, cuffing during Christmas, hey, do it at your own risk. <laughs> if you ain't had nobody now, this ain't a time to be trying to find nobody. I don't think a, a new relationship just to have somebody during this season, during this holiday, is worth the risk of you wasting time with your life. You can definitely do something better with the grace that's on you. Yeah? And so I, I want to encourage you with that. Listen, as my grandmama and my mama would say at the end of every phone call, I love you a bushel. I love you a peck, and I love you a hug around the neck. Listen, this has been the Culture Call with your favorite host, L. Spencer Smith, right here on Praise 93.3. Thank you so much for tuning in. I need you to keep it right here on Praise, right, 93.3, for the best in inspirational gospel music. I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy yourself. Have a blessed day. Make it good for everybody. Be at peace with all. God bless.